Welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Israel and it's my privilege to encourage you today with today's devotion. We are in, in our last week of the Names of God series and I hope you've been encouraged to learn about the nature of God as has been revealed through the incredible names that's been given to us throughout scripture. The names that humanity has given to God as we've started to understand his nature throughout the history of our holy scriptures. The name we're going to be looking at today is Yahweh Shalom. God is our peace. And the name first appears in Judges chapter six in the story of Gideon. The story takes place as the Israelites are in a constant state of fear, unrest and anxiety as the Midianites, a people they conquered before rose up again and were constantly invading and raiding the Israelite people. Many were filled with fear, and this is the state that we find even Gideon in, in this story. God responded to this by sending a prophet to the Israelites to remind them of how faithful he's been to them in their past, in the hopes that maybe it will encourage them and allow them to stand in faith for God to fight for them again. But it didn't seem to work. And so God sends an angel to go and find Gideon to liberate them. And an angel finds Gideon in a state of fear himself. He's busy threshing wheat, but in a wine press. The angel tells Gideon, the Lord is with you. And the Gideon responds by saying, well, if the Lord is with me, where are the miracles? We've heard about all the miracles he performed for us in the past, but where are those miracles today? And so the angel tells him that he needs to go and he needs to fight and save Israel and that God is with him. But this still wasn't enough for Gideon because Gideon wasn't entirely even sure if this was an angel of the Lord. And so he says to the angel, just stay here and let me go get your presence. So Gideon goes and gets some food and he puts it before the angel. And the angel stretches out his hand, touches the food, and suddenly fire consumes them. And the angel disappears. And Gideon knows that this was indeed an angel of the Lord. Then the, Lord, the voice of the Lord starts to speak to Gideon. And we can read this in Judges chapter 6, verses 23 and 24. But the Lord said to him, Peace be with you. Do not fear. You shall not die. Then Gideon built an altar to the Lord there, and he called it, The Lord is Peace. And to this day, it still stands at Ophrah. I want to point out a few things for us here this morning to help us better understand the work of God as peace in our lives. The first point I want to point out here is that the people of Israel were in such anxiety about their present circumstances that they were unable to remember the great miracles that God performed for them in their past. Very often we face anxieties in life. But the first thing we need to do is turn our hearts towards Thanksgiving, choosing not to look at the present scale of our needs, but in Thanksgiving, look back at the incredible work that God has performed for us in our past, the breakthroughs he gave us, the healings he performs, the provision he gave us, the times he protected us when we needed protecting. You see, a life without peace is a life without Thanksgiving. The second point is this. Gideon was threshing wheat in a wine press. 
The way you would traditionally thresh wheat is by beating the wheat up into smaller pieces and you would throw it in the air and then wind will come and blow through and blow all of the chaff away, the bits that's not the wheat that you actually want. Now, Gideon was performing the correct task here, but he did it in the wrong place. Right action, wrong place. Why? There's no wind inside of a wine press. It's like a little cave in the ground. So often in our lives, we live our lives outside of the impartation of the peace of God. And we end up performing what we've deemed the correct religious tasks, but there's no breath of God in it. We read our Bibles, we worship, we volunteer at church, we do all the religious things we need to do, but we don't create room for the Spirit of God to come and work in our lives. We perform all of these actions without allowing the Spirit of God to come and blow away the chaff that's keeping us from peace. The deal with the anxieties we deal with, fight the battles that we need to fight with, allow them to provide when we need provision. <coughs> now, we don't always intentionally do this, but what we should be doing is we should intentionally be creating space for the peace of God to come and blow through our lives, for the Spirit of God to come and work in our lives. We need to allow the Spirit of God to fight our battles on our behalf, to be our peace when we don't have any, to rid our lives of anxiety and worries, and to trust on the faithfulness of God. God is our peace. Now, when the angel declared that God would be with Gideon, as he was giving him peace, in a way, it was like the angel was giving Gideon an impartation of peace. God of our peace means that we know that God remains faithful in our lives. God as our peace knows that he will keep his promises, that he will provide for us, that he will protect us, that he will fight on our behalf. God as our peace means that we get to look back towards times of breakthrough in our past and know that God will perform those same breakthroughs for us in our present. God will do it again. I love Gideon's reaction to this situation. He builds an altar of remembrance. Sometimes we need to build altars of remembrance to remember the incredible tasks that God performed in our past. We need to create points of references for our faith to look back to to remember the faithfulness of God. And when we're suddenly faced with anxiety and we find no sign of peace in our lives, we have these moments to look back to, these memorial stones, these altars of thanksgiving, to remember all the incredible things that God done in our past so that we can know that God will do it again. Remember the work of God in your past as an act of thanksgiving as an act of devotion, and let those moments declare the peace of God over your present battles. Now, God wasn't just the God of our peace in the Old Testament. Right here in the New Covenant, in the New Testament, the Prince of Peace himself, our Lord and Savior Jesus, gives us his peace. In John chapter 14, verse 27, he says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give it to you as the world gives it to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. 
whatever you are facing today, whatever situations your family is going through or close friends or work colleagues are facing, God has given us his peace. God is our peace. Let us always be reminded that he will remain faithful and God will be our peace. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, thank you for reminding us today of the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. Father, right now, we are not anxious. We are not filled with fear, but we know that you are near. Father, wherever we are facing battles today, wherever we are facing anxieties and worries, and whatever it is we are facing, Father, will you declare your peace over these situations? Be our shalom. And Father, help us to intentionally look back and remember your times of breakthrough in our lives. Be with us today. In your name we pray. Amen.